All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Rye Pod. Same to uh, normal hosts Ryan and Solomia here in the closet. She's sipping her tea, so we'll get back to her in a second. But joining us tonight for the full episode of the pod is a buddy from Virginia Tech Acapella Group, baseball um, master of knowledge, Mr. Alex Wood. What's up, man? Hey, hey, what's up, guys? Glad to be here. Awesome. We're going to get started. Uh, oh, so let me say hi. You were sipping your tea. So. Oh, sorry. Hi, everyone. Yeah. So, yeah. Come on. Get it right. So, we're first, um, we'll start off tonight by re- recapping a couple of the uh, NFL Week 4 games, including Washington football's expected loss to the Ravens, but maybe, I mean, there's some things you could take away. Um, the Browns versus the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Was it good Browns or bad Cowboys? I'm sure there's going to be a little bit of a debate. And maybe a couple other games, like the two um, Monday night games that were. So we'll first start with the, uh, we'll quickly get through the Washington football team. They lost 31-17 to the Ravens. Garbage time touchdown made it a two-score game. Yeah, you could argue Haskins showed improvement. He wasn't terrible, didn't turn the ball over, but didn't really give the team a chance to win. So, Wood, as a Washington football fan like me and Garrett as well, what did you see from Haskins that you can either be encouraged by or is there something you want to see improvement on? Well, the first thing is if you had told me before the game started that we were going to push on the money line, I would have taken it and ran with it. I'll tell you what, 14 points to the Ravens, I mean, that's way smaller than anybody thought, I think. Uh, But in terms of Haskins specifically, I mean, I'm looking at his numbers right here. He he threw for 300 yards for the first time in his career. Yeah. Uh, He's... QBR was still not great, but, I mean, when you don't throw touchdowns, that's what it's going to be when you only have one guy to throw to. Um, But the biggest number that I see there is uh, 45 passing attempts. Yeah. I think think this is the first time that he's had a coach that said, okay, you know, go ahead and throw the football. I mean, before it's a lot of runs and it's a lot of expected plays, but if you give the guy a chance to throw, he's going to be able to do something with it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I didn't watch the entire game, like, all the way through. I need to go back and watch some film on it. But um, from what I saw, the offense could move the ball a little bit. I mean, you know, they they simplified the game plan a little for Dwayne. He was taking what he had, and Terry had 10 catches for 118 yards, and that's what the Ravens' defense was giving. That's what they were giving him. He was saucing Marcus Peters all day long. So if if that could keep up, I mean, maybe finish off some drives. I know the 18-yard sack was just abysmal to take in that situation so just improving in the red zone maybe get some more easy throws i know Dwayne, i hate to harp on it but he missed um i think it was peyton barber just in the flat he overthrew him by nine yards like it's just throws he's got to learn to make and i know he's a young kid but you know look what joe burrow's doing look what justin herbert's doing i mean it's not unfair to expect better than what we've gotten so far in his tenure as a Washington starting quarterback. So, Solmi, I don't think you watched much of that game, but... Not at all. Not at all. Okay, so... Sorry, I was busy, okay? okay you were I busy. was wedding dress shopping. You were shopping. wedding dress shopping. I guess that takes priority. It does. But from the numbers you've seen, and what Wood and I were just talking about, is there anything to add on the Haskins? We'll start with the Haskins, and then we'll talk about the defense next, but anything um, to add on the Haskins discussion? I just think that it's good that he saw what he needed to improve from the Browns game and actually improved that. So I think that speaks well to his character and as him as him as a player. So I think he's got it in him to be good. We just 
haven't seen the best from him yet. So it'll be interesting to see if the Washington football team is the team to be able to get that. That's what I'm saying. Like, he threw 50 touchdowns in one season at Ohio State. You don't just magically lose that. So it's obviously in this kid somewhere. And hopefully it comes up in the next couple games. We got some easy opponents coming up. But Mm -hmm. I want to get to the defense. Um, I know Garrett was fighting me on this earlier. That's 30 points given up in three straight games. I know a lot of it is short field slash Lamar Jackson, but we're touting this defense, and I know Chase Young didn't play the other day, but we're touting, we were touting this defense as a pretty decent defense going into the year. They'd have to carry while the offense still learns and grows. Giving up 30 in three straight games is, is not going to lead to wins. So, Wood, what did you see from, I guess, the secondary in particular, um, Hollywood Brown had some wide open catches and Andrews had a couple of touchdowns. Anything to take in, I guess, to look good upon going forward. I don't think there's been much this year. Yeah. So, I mean, coming into the season, we all knew it, but you know, our, our front, our defensive line is, you know, top five in the NFL, no contest, but our secondary obviously is where we're going to have those issues. Now I'm looking back at our, you know, last three games, you got Cardinals, Browns, and Ravens. Lamar is obviously a problem. Cardinals, Kyler can run on you, and Baker is still that threat there. I mean, the only quarterback who isn't speedy was Wentz, and we beat him. Hmm. So when you're looking at the quarterbacks we played, there's at least a little bit of a trend between when our secondary gets in trouble and when they don't. Now, I will say uh, there were several... Several plays by Hollywood Brown, specifically highlighting uh, Ronald Darby. Yeah, in the secondary, where uh, you're just like Darby, uh, what, what are you doing, man? Dude, he's, he's what, what's going on? He's not good. <laughs> so I mean, that's it's not not looking great there. Good to have Kendall Fuller back. He made two picks. I don't know if he got the game ball still. He, um, they gave him. They great. gave him. I, I mean, at least on the Washington Football Talk pod, they gave him a game ball. He had two picks. So that's, good, 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 good. That's game yeah, ball. Yeah, so already. I mean. Kendall Fuller was great to have back. Um, really looking forward to that. Um, the one thing I did see is Troy Apke making tackles. He he was better. Like coming down from the secondary and actually making some tackles. I, I mean, I, I was pleased to see that. But, I mean, overall, I, you hit the nail on the head. You can't give up 30 points a game and expect to win. No. And I think it's the – like Troy Apke has been – uh, the whole Washington football Twitter's punching bag, but punching bag. But I think the guy we're afraid to criticize because of the money he makes, and you got to look at him. Landon Collins has played like crap all year. Yeah, I, I, he's 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 slow footed. He loses leverage. I just we specifically remember the DeAndre Hopkins wide effing open touchdown oh, against yeah. the Cardinals, and Collins was lost. And you're, you're getting paid eighty four million to be a, a Pro Bowl caliber All Pro. Pretty sure he was an all-pro at one point. Strong safety. He's got to be better. And I, with all the money, I mean, you, yeah, it's just simple. He's just got to get better. So hopefully um, Rams I'm right next. There with you. Yeah, Rams next week, a little scary. But then you got the Giants and the Cowboys in the next three games. Mm-hmm. Those are all winnable from what we've seen this year. So hopefully going forward, Washington can take that next step. All right, let's go on to Solomia's team. They played the they played the Dallas Cowboys. It was an yes, utter beatdown for the majority of the game. It was mm-hmm. forty-one to fourteen at one point. Dallas made it a little closer, but it's hard to come back from that. And Odell had the insane 
uh, toss, sweep, reverse touchdown at the end to kind of seal it. It shouldn't have gotten to that point, but yeah. I guess we'll have this debate as a group. I'll first start with Solomia, the Browns fan, and I think I know where she's going. Was this good Browns or bad Cowboys on Sunday? I'm going to argue that this is good Browns. Okay. A, they know that the way you win a game is turnovers. Mm-hmm. It's always a battle of the turnovers. They won the turnover battle. And, they, and they won the turnover battle. 2-0. Thing number two, they scored, and they scored a lot in the first half, which works. Mm-hmm. That tends to work for most teams. I mean, the only team that I know that tend, sometimes don't do this and still end up winning, and it's not totally surprising, is the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, but every other team, you see them, they go up with all the points in the first half, and then teams usually struggle to try to make it up. And I don't think... I'm not going to be too mad at the defense for allowing the Cowboys to score so much. I mean, it's not great, but also knowing that our defense has a few holes right now just because of injuries, I'm not going to be too angry at them. Mm -hmm. Um, Dallas is going to do that to a lot of teams. Yes, and they're going to do... And Dallas is a team that it won't give up. I would say... Eight out of ten times, you're going to have a team that... Throws in the towel. ...gives up after the second half when they're down 41-40. Yes, get, get out of this game healthy. You know? Yeah. And the Cowboys have a lot to prove, so they really wanted to be like, well, we can't go, you know, we can't have the Browns completely beat us up. We need to make this at least look close. And at that point, the Browns' defense is exhausted. So. They were on the field so much. I mean, you're not going to blame the offense in the fourth quarter because no. they scored 41 points. Yeah, you're not going to blame the offense You can't blame all. them from getting a few three no. downs. Okay, would good Browns or bad Cowboys? So, obviously, Washington football team fan, you know where I'm going with this. This is 100% bad Cowboys. Mm. And it's clearly only bad defense. I mean, Dak Prescott, by God, this guy <laughs> wants to get paid so bad. He's earning it. He's You don't throw for 450 yards three straight games and not get paid in the offseason. I mean, here's, this team is doing what he needs Here's to the do. list of players who have ever done that. Dak Prescott. Yeah. I, I mean, you he's out here setting passing records on the franchise tag. I mean, yeah. this guy is just absolute going off right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Ott for trading him to me in our uh, fantasy <laughs> league for Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, jeez. So, Ott, come but, on, man. So, let me, let, me, uh, let me make my case here. So, I'm a numbers guy. You look at the stats against the Cowboys in week four here. Baker Mayfield was 19 for 30 for 165. Not Classic Baker Mayfield stat. Yeah. Okay. Jarvis Landry threw for 37 also. We're going to throw that out the window. But look at the rushing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get that Nick Chubb got hurt, but you got 13 carries for DeErnest Johnson. Solmia, do you know who that OBJ. is? Nope. Solmia just confirmed she does not know who Dearness Johnson is. No. Nobody. He got, he got zero touches last week. Yeah. Zero. Zero touches. Kareem Hunt, 11 for 71. And then Nick Chubb had six. Last week against the Washington football team, Baker threw 16 for 23 for 156, so about the same. Yeah. Nick Chubb, 19 for 103. Kareem Hunt, 16 for 46. Hmm. That was it. Yeah. Against the Washington football team, who is a stout run defense, they ran the ball, and they won by two scores. Mm-hmm. Against the Cowboys, a third-string running back ran all over them, and Baker Mayfield added another 40 yards. 
and a wide receiver through at 37? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not that's not the Browns magically finding something in this six days between games. That's the difference between a good defensive line and the Dallas Cowboys. I'm torn here. Um, I'm going to... Ooh, shoot. We need to stop these expectations for the Cowboys every year. Maybe they just... Well, clearly, not maybe. They just stink. They, they stink <laughs> all around. The coaching staff stinks. The defense stinks. The offense... Whatever, Dak's doing his thing. Why are they down 41-14 in the first place? Why can't they score more? You know, it's so I'm going to I'm going to say it's good Browns. I'm going to say it's good Browns because there's a talk all week if Baker doesn't win this game, he could get benched. Is Odell going to get traded? Is this not working? Da 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 even though they've won two in a row against two of the worst teams in the league and they played another one of the worst teams in the league. He, they came out and punched the Dallas Cowboys in the throat and Odell had his best game as a Cleveland Brown by far. Mm-hmm. Five catches, two touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown at the end and like 70 rushing yards. I think this was good Browns devising a game plan to get Odell Beckham Jr. the ball because he's their best player on offense, mm-hmm. especially when Nick Chubb got hurt. He's by far their best player on offense. Yep. Get him involved. They know Dallas does not have the speed on the edges to stop him. And I just think it's great game planning by Kevin Stefanski, mm-hmm. who's showing that he is a good head football coach and a yep. great game planner. And the Dallas, I don't think Dallas didn't show me anything that they hadn't already shown me before. A terrible defense that lost their best corner, Byron Jones, in free agency last year. Leighton Van Der Esch is out for a long time. Mm-hmm. They, you know, Demarcus Lawrence overpaid Alden Smith's ball, but he hasn't played in five years. They lost... Yeah. Um, Gerald McCoy to injury on the D-line, so they can't stop the run worth anything. So Dallas didn't show me anything that I didn't already know about them, but the Browns showed me a whole lot more, and that's why I, shock, probably shocking to Solomia, I probably thought it was more good Browns than bad Cowboys. Hey! I said that before. Did you Still, didn't... I didn't pay attention to Oh, jeez. Okay. Also, something I was, um, so I was listening to the Browns Daily Podcast, shout out to them. Um, they mentioned that Although this is the Browns and Cowboys meeting, which doesn't happen very often, this isn't a game of two teams that don't know each other. Um, Kevin Stefanski has played... Oh my gosh, what was the Cowboys head coach? Before? Or no, now? Right now? Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy and Kevin Stefanski know each other. Yes. They played each other when he was Packers and he was Vikings. Yes. They know each other and know their game styles. Mm-hmm. You also have Odell Beckham Jr., who knows the Cowboys. Yep. I mean, you there. even though this seemed like a two teams that never see each other, honestly, there was no excuse for either team to not be prepared. Yeah. In terms of coaching. Fair enough. All right. Okay. Would anything to add to that? No, not really. Phil <laughs> May just made a lot of really excellent points. Oh, um, thank you. I, I, I hate I hate the Cowboys. Everybody. I'm all on board for good Browns, but I want it to be bad Cowboys so bad. Totally oh, it, I think it's a little bit of both, honestly. It, it is. It is. That's why it was hard for me to make that distinction. Um, Just the highlight of Dak Prescott throwing for 502 and yeah. 4. I mean, good yeah. God, man. All right, let's move on from that. Um, time to roast Solomia on a take she's been making. Carson Wentz looked pretty good the, this last week. He... No. <laughs> the, so, wait, 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 wait. So, game. the Eagles went into San Francisco, beat the 49ers. They were throwing Jimmy Garoppolo. I yeah. get it. And Nick Mullins is trash. But Carson <laughs> Wentz looked 
he threw a really nice touchdown. Ended up winning the game. Oh, he won a re- he threw a a really nice touchdown. He did. It happens once in a while. Trash can look like a diamond once in a while. Wow, that is you are on this Wentz thing. I am not giving up. Wood, you have not had the opportunity to talk to Solomia directly about her Carson Wentz takes in the past. I'm not as I'm not gonna like totally roast her because I'm not a Carson Wentz fan. But he looked pretty good the other night, and I think maybe bust is too strong of a word broken 49ers team so so here's here's my take on this and again slightly biased because watch the football team hate the eagles too if you're gonna give as a washington football team fan if you're gonna try to give dwayne haskins slack for only having terry mclaurin to throw to mm-hmm. how are you not giving that to carson wentz Ooh. he has relied he has had to rely on his on his tight ends, oh god! Sorry, an ad started playing on my computer there. I nice. Apologize. Uh, so, sorry. As I was saying, so Carson Wentz has had to rely on his tight ends, Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard, for a while now. And then you lose Dallas Goddard, and then you have to go play the 49ers. So you're throwing to Greg Ward and Zach Ertz the whole day. Plus, you have one of your starters on the O line in one. I, if we're going to try to give younger guys slack, you got to give the guy slack for not having any of his offensive weapons to throw to and still throwing for 200 yards against a formidable defense and winning a, a football game. I, Buzz, Bust just isn't there until he gets a whole season with all of his weapons and still is bad. Here, I will force Solomia if she wants to respond. Before she responds, I'll make a I'll, in fairness to her, Carson Wentz is making a lot of money, and they paid him. He paid. They paid him the. I don't know the exact number, but thirty plus million a year to you know if if a situ. I know it's a very dire situation in terms of no line receivers, but hey, man, you know this. It's all you now. Go win this game for us, and he he did it on Sunday, but he hasn't done it the last couple weeks. Like. There's no reason for you to tie the Bengals. The Bengals suck, okay? You, you, you don't lose to... Washington football team has not won a game since they've beaten the Eagles. Maybe the Eagles are bad. Maybe, you know, we could be better than we are, but you don't get up 17-0 and lose that game. So it's it's both... It's kind of both sides... I could see where both of you are coming from. Like, I think the expectations are a little bit different for Wentz since he's in year five and he has a big-time contract and was an MVP before getting hurt. But, Solomia, do you want to say anything quickly in response to that? That That's just my basically my point. Okay. It's like five years, you you got you to do something. I mean, you can't <laughs> just, just be this average quarterback with average stats. Oh, okay, not average stats, but not doing so well in terms it's of... It's pretty average. I mean, let, let's see. Um, he was... Like, I would say maybe a slightly above eight, average. He was 18 of 28 for 193, a passing touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and a pick. Is that, okay, that's, yeah, that's about average. That's pretty average. That's pretty average. So, average stats. I just think that, like, for a guy who had literally a Super Bowl winning team... That he did not play it, it, a single minute. But it of. is not the you, it is not the at all the same team. As I know. It was then. But he had five years to have to win a Super Bowl with them, and he didn't. Yes, well, he took them to the playoffs. But let's be real, Nick Foles won them that game. Okay. Okay. That's all I'm saying. On the other side, I just think he might be another Lamar um, Jackson that can't wow. progress. Okay. 
Give we are already house. labeling Lamar Jackson. We had that argument last week. We won't go there again. I'll, I will stick by okay. everything I say. But on the other side, um, so we were all wrong about Nick Mullins and the 49ers. <laughs> he yep. sucks. Yep. Um, you hate to say that about a guy because he's in the NFL and we will never even sniff like any kind of sport at that level. But man, the one pick, the pick, I guess it was the pick six he threw, it was right to him. I, I joked in the group me that he pressed the wrong button on Madden on that one. Like he, <laughs> he, there was yep. no way he was intending. That's like what I do. <laughs> to, he, there was no way he was intending to throw it to that guy. So, um, yeah, 49ers stink. Uh, is there any other games that would, do you want to go over before we move on to the next segment? I mean, um, I don't know. so if you want to touch on, uh, on the Monday night games, Oh I mean, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. Um, Paint, uh, Cam Newton's really good. Uh, <laughs> that's my takeaway. Cam Newton won this game. <laughs> Cam Newton, you know, he's he just made himself a lot of money um, after what the Patriots looked like on offense last night. Good Lord. Brian just, Hoyer, yeah. Solomia's favorite Aww, son, you know, from him. the two years or whatever with the Browns. Hey, I love He him. was hot garbage last night. He was yep. awful. Classic Brian. Hoyer. He, how do you? How do you? It blows my mind. He's a veteran quarterback of the NFL. He's, he's on the Patriots. He's being coached by the greatest coach to have ever coached, and he greatest how, coach. How? Coach. Yes. How do you take a sack in the red zone when you have no timeouts left, and then try to call a timeout? That must mean he wasn't aware of the game. So yeah, my takeaway from that game: the Chiefs didn't play that well, and the Patriots missed Cam Newton. What? What? What do you think? So when you say the Chiefs didn't have to, did not uh, play that well, I actually see that as the Chiefs' offense did not have to play that well. Fair. When your defense scores twice, I, I have never seen Andy Reid take a breather more than <laughs> I did in this game. Yeah. I mean, literally, he was just like normal plays. Mahomes, do what you want. Edwards, Alaire, touch the ball twenty times, and we'll just let's just mail this one out. Yeah. Anything there was not oh. not a whole lot special that needed to happen. Nope. And that's you know what the wins a win in the NFL, and I'm sure Mahomes like loves those victories when his defense oh, yeah. can step up. You know, and, oh, Andy, yeah. and I'm sure Andy Reid loves it too. You know, everyone thinks of Andy Reid as just this. I'm going to air it out. It's going to be all about the offense. I don't talk to the defense. This and that. No, he doesn't. He's he's with the team. He loves when the defense steps up like they did yesterday, mm-hmm. and they made some plays. Uh, so, I mean, you watched a little bit of it. Is there anything you took away? Yeah, I'm just going to say that uh, I, I liked seeing the Chiefs play as a team mm-hmm. rather than individuals. Um, I said this, like, a couple weeks ago, I think, uh, about how... I think I after the like Chargers game. Maybe. Right? I, I said this about the Browns, though, because I was saying that the Browns look more like a team than they did last year. Last year, there were a bunch of, like, big ego players playing together, but they weren't a team. Um, you don't have... I mean, you had people who wanted to have the glory. Now they don't. Yeah. Same. That's what you're seeing with the Chiefs now, and I'm happy to see that. Like, it's not Patrick Mahomes needs to have the ball all the time. Needs to be doing all the getting all the points and looking fantastic. Like he yeah. is willing to let it shine on the defense for a little bit. Yep. All right. The other month. Oh, sorry. I got I got a, I got a real quick response. Yeah. To yeah. Solomia. Yeah. Um. I. I'll be honest. I don't know how many NFL franchises change their ways after they win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, clearly what the Chiefs did last year was you know, a pretty good formula. Yeah. If, if, if they can somehow get better 
Like, I'm all in, but Man. putting it in Mahomes' hands and letting it be spectacular works. True. But I feel like also teams figure that out, which is why you need to change. Like, if you want to win two Super Bowls in a row, you have to change how you're going to play the game. And I think they're going to work on that. I think it's early in the year, and I think they've got the chance to work on that. Yeah. And the other Monday night game, um, uh, um, Aaron Rodgers is really, really good. That's all I've got on that. He had he had no Devontae Adams. He had no Alan Lazard. Poor uh, Valdez Scantling didn't even play that well, and he was dealing would anything but it could be about how great Aaron Rodgers is or how the Falcons are injured to hell and back and they're not gonna do anything Just this year. Poor Jared. I, I uh I love the Aaron Rodgers quote. He said uh you know people talk about me having average days, but my average days are some guy's career days. Wow. Wow. I mean he's the a man baller. I, to quote to quote Stephen A, he's a bad, bad man. man. <laughs> I mean, when when your team is four and zero, you know he got he got absolutely blasted all off season, called overrated. He throws that he left his hand hit the ground a total of six times against the Falcons. <laughs> he had six he had six incompletions and four touchdowns. <laughs> I, I mean, you can't you can't be much better than that. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. And um, the Falcons are. Are they? Are we pronouncing them dead? Are they dead? Are oh, they yeah. done? Yeah, they're pretty close. Yeah, I mean they're, they're pretty much there. Yeah, dead I mean, bird on aisle yeah, five. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Jared. Falcons are officially dead. Speak, and I, I totally forgot about this in the rundown, but we need to talk about it. Another team that's dead, and now as their coach fired, Bill O'Brien got canned after four games. Mm-hmm. Texans are zero and four with the most brutal schedule you could have to start the season. Uh, here's Bill O'Brien's 2020 after going up 24 nothing on the Kansas City Chiefs in the second quarter. He was outscored the rest of the game 51-7. to um, He trades DeAndre Hopkins for a bag of chips and my laptop <laughs> to the Cardinals. And then he, uh, he signs Laramie Tunsil to a ridiculous contract because they, you know, they had... They gave up so much to get him, and now they're 0-4, not a lot of wins on their schedule, and they don't have a first or second round pick this year. That goes to the Dolphins. Wow. So, would um, Billy O'Stooge, Brian's gone, your reaction? Uh, I just, the one thing I want to highlight is that the Texans actually got a two-for-one deal out of this. They fired their head coach, and coincidentally, their GM also yeah. left the building. Yeah. Uh, this is what happens when you let the same idiot run both halves of your franchise. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell the Texans owner here. They're, I mean, good luck yeah. in twenty twenty three, man. They're Start in, over. They're in the worst position of maybe any team. They have, the, which is shocking because yeah. of the Washington Football Team's history with Bruce Allen. Yeah, it's, yeah, with free agents and you know contracts. Yeah, they have. They're paying the most money. They have, they've got no money to spend in free agency, and they don't have any draft capital. So they're they're in a crappy situation. I mean, I hope Deshaun Watson gets a good coach that can maximize what they have, but it yeah. it doesn't look good. They're one of the worst teams in the NFL, and it's really and he someone had to take the blame for it. And some of the moves that GM Bill O'Brien made got the head coach Bill O'Brien fired. And I I honestly think he's a he's a good football coach. He's a terrible GM. I think maybe one day he'll get another head coaching job again. But this situation just got bleak and awful quickly after the uh, Chiefs playoff game. 
so yeah, all right, with that, um, Soulmate doesn't look like she has anything to add on Bill O'Brien. Nope. So we're going to go to Yay. our first really big segment of the NFL season, Yay. Contenders or Pretenders. I've listed some teams. Um, Solmia and Wood do not know who these teams are, and they have to pick Contender or Pretender in terms of a deep playoff run. We can't wuss out. We can't be like, oh, I don't know. I haven't seen enough, or they're injured or whatever. No. These are teams that I'm we have to decide, ready, and, I'm ready to and be you wrong. have to put a label on it. All right. We got to set the take. Set yes. the take and put it in writing. Yep. Yeah. Can't wuss out. We got this, Wood. So. I'm in. Let's go, Solmia. I think I have 11 teams on here. That's so, a lot of teams. I know. It's it's a lot of teams, but these are teams I think everyone has questions or questions about or defined opinions about that they would like to be shared. So, first, I think we have a unanimous one here. Oh, and um, not on this list. We all know the Chiefs are contenders. They're defending Super Bowl Agreed. champions. They're undefeated. I'm not counting them on this list. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Chiefs, so, uh, contenders. Yeah. We'll start <laughs> with the 4-0. Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen MVP train is rolling. I will go first. I think they are serious contenders. I think they will win the division. I think they might win a playoff game or two. So, Mia, are the um, Bills contenders or pretenders? Without question, they are contenders. I am all in on Josh Allen. There you go. And I really, really hope that my Super Bowl pick is wrong and they end up in it. Oh, okay. Wood, are the Bills contenders or pretenders? They are contenders. I am all about Sugar High Josh Allen. Yes. I'm so in. <laughs> yes. All right. We, wow, we're unanimous there. Woohoo. Let's talk about another MVP. Also, also Sorry. shout out to the Bills defensive captain, Tremaine Edmonds. Go. Yes, sir. Hokies. Okay. <laughs> Next, uh, one MVP candidate to the other. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have put them on this list. The Green Bay Packers. So maybe are they contenders or pretenders? Contenders. You think so? Yes. I think they could. Yeah, I think they'll obviously easily win this division again. Mm-hmm. Get to the NFC Championship again, and we will see where they go from there. So that means I put them as, yeah, contenders. So, Wood, where do you think? Uh, what about the Green Bay Packers? I also see them as contenders. I do not see them in the NFC Championship game, and mm-hmm. I think that it's going to depend on their injuries. Mm-hmm. I think that Aaron Rodgers is having this hot streak, and he's a phenomenal quarterback. But it's really hard to sustain when you're throwing to MVS the whole yeah. game. I mean, when your top two guys are out, that's not going to fly. That flies against the Falcons. That's fine. That's not going to fly when you start to get you know into the 49ers yeah. to get to the NFC Championship game. That's when it's not going to work out. True, true. I, yeah. I mean, we all know that the reason everyone was shocked with the draft pick that they made this year, that like they weren't getting any help for... Yeah, they didn't take a receiver. Yeah. They didn't take a, a defensive tackle or and a linebacker. You know. At least in the playoffs, that's going to start to show. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. They didn't play last week, so maybe people forgot about them. The Pittsburgh Steelers are 3-0. and Solomia, are they contenders or pretenders? I'm going to say they're pretenders. Really? I just... I think they do this, I, I've been saying this, they do this thing that they look kind of good in the beginning, and then they start to just crap out on all of us. Hmm. And we are all like, what? We all thought you were going to do well. And then we're like, whoa, they're now like three and seven. Wow. Wood, are the Pittsburgh Steelers contenders or pretenders? So this is actually a team, and you're right, we didn't hear these before, but I was looking at their schedule because I wanted to know when they were going to play the Titans for my fantasy team. 
<laughs> and I think talent-wise, they're pretenders. Mm-hmm. But if you look at their schedule, they're an 11-5 and five team. Yep. Which no, makes them a true. contender. The losses I have, you got Titans, Ravens, Ravens, Bills, Colts. That's it. They get the Bengals twice. Obviously, they get the Browns twice. You got the Cowboys, the Washington football team in there. And they're 3-0 against the Giants, Broncos, and Texans, who collectively have won one game. Yeah, I mean, they have possibly the easiest schedule in the NFL. I don't think they're there talent-wise, but they're contenders. I think they'll get the wild-card spot, and I think they'll win a game depending on who they draw. I uh, was not high on the Steelers in the offseason. After seeing them play and their vibe around them, I think they're legit contenders, and I think they are the team in the AFC that would give the Kansas City Chiefs the most problems, because their their pass rush in front seven is absolutely absurd. Bud Dupree, T.J. Watt, and the D-tackles, they're so good, they can get to Mahomes, rattle him, and then the secondary is pretty good. Make a Fitzpatrick... Our boy Terrell Edmonds back there, manning the safety positions. I and the off and Big Ben is playing really well. Juju's back. Deontay Johnson is started to emerge as kind of the number, maybe even the number one speedy receiver. Kind of an Antonio Brown type. Please don't end up personality wise like Antonio Brown. But Deontay <laughs> Johnson is starting to look like that of this offense. And I I think they could. I'm not picking them to beat the Chiefs, but I think they would give Kansas City tons of problems if they met in the playoffs and i think pittsburgh might probably could win this division now depending on how the two games against the ravens shake up and i think they split those for what it's worth but i think the steelers are absolutely contenders in the afc so that we'll put we'll go to now the team they were scheduled to play last week that now is the covid outbreak the tennessee titans but they are on schedule to play on sunday so that's good so titans salamia are the titans Contenders or pretenders? This is a hard one. Yeah. You can't wuss out. I'm not. I'm going to go with contenders. Hmm. Um, just because not much has changed on their team since last year. So they do have that consistency going for them. And due to, you know, how well they did last season, yeah. I feel like they're still contenders. Hmm. Wood, Titans, contenders, pretenders. I got them as pretenders. Hmm. And... And I have not watched enough football to know, you know, what they look like. But I'm looking at their their three and record consists of a two point win at Denver, <laughs> a three point win versus Jacksonville, and a one point win at Minnesota. Oof! Against all terrible teams, oh, that, garbage that. teams. Three games, a total of six points. Yeah, that's not a contender. Yeah, I'm with you. I think they're big-time pretenders. I'm honestly not sure they make the playoffs at the rate they're playing. Their defense is not very good, and I think they're going to run into some big trouble with the Colts down the line. The Colts are stifling everybody, and I'm not sure they make the playoffs, even with the new wildcard format. There's too many good teams in the AFC, and I think the Titans are... I mean, we. I know Ryan Tannehill played for Adam Gase, and he played well last year, but... He is Ryan Tannehill, and I think he's going to come down to earth a little bit. I don't think he's as good as maybe he looks in this system. But that don't could... make me say it, Ryan. No. Don't make me say it. Oh, no. Woods had this Ryan take. Ryan Tannehill is an elite quarterback. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he's had this take for two years, three years. Oh, now. no. Yeah, but it was right one year. It was right. It was right <laughs> last year. He looked 
damn good. But yeah, he's not. He's not elite, though. No, he's, he's not. He's he's <laughs> not terrible, but I mean, he's not. He's he falls in the Kirk Cousins category to me. I think they're very similar quarterbacks. They show you there are flashes, there are great moments, but there are also some total duds. Yeah, you know, so. He's, He's a quarterback that's going to get you there if yeah. he's got weapons on both sides of the ball yep. to get him the rest of the way. Yep. Sticking in that di- sticking in that division, the Indianapolis Colts, three and one, old quarterback, decent defense, Solomia, contenders or pretenders. <laughs> just the way you <laughs> phrased that was just so funny. It's, it's a fun show. game show now. We're trying something um, different. I'm going to go with what is contenders. Okay. <laughs> Any reason why? No. Okay. Wood, <laughs> are no. the Colts contenders or pretenders? Um, uh, Solomon is right. It's a really tough one. I'm going to go with pretenders. Ooh, harsh. Because I don't necessarily believe in Philip Rivers. Uh, no, Phil. Being, being a contender. I don't know oh, how many, many uh, playoff games you remember him winning when he was with the Chargers. Not that many. But it wasn't very many. It's like uh, three or four, maybe. I don't know. Not a lot. Yeah, not a lot at all. Um, I don't. I don't see uh, Philip Rivers elevating this team to anywhere above. Uh, you know, slightly above average. Maybe they're not going to be exceptional at anything. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's a good bright spot for him. Uh, but I, I don't see them being really spectacular at anything that's going to allow them to compete in the AFC. Well, the the criteria, I think, is can they win a playoff game or two? I think the Colts can, so I have them as contenders. I think this defense is absolutely insane right now. They're shutting down. I know they've played the Jags and the Vikings and the Bears, and now I sound silly in the Jets, but still, I think they're <laughs> really good. And I think Phil Rivers, once he gets all the weapons back, and the, the, laugh all you want, Wood, the Marlon Mack injury is going to hurt them a little bit. So it it is it is, but you know <laughs> I'm thinking about you you put the Colts in it at the wild card, and who do they draw? They I think draw I think they win the Steelers division. The I think they win the division though. Really? Yes. Oh, 100 percent. I picked it before the year. I'm sticking to it. All right. Yeah. All right. I, mean, I changed I it from the I changed it from the Texans because of how much of a stooge that organization is, and I right. picked so the Colts. You are picking the Titans or the Colts, and I did say that they were both pretenders. Yeah. Uh, but one of them has to win the division unless Houston goes twelve and four, which they won't. Uh, they will not. And Jacksonville's not going twelve. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> um, but I think you give either one of those teams the wild card, and then you put them against the Steelers or the Ravens in the wild card. There's no way they're winning, no chance. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that that'd be tough because they'd got to score, and I understand. Like, good offense beats a good defense. That's just the league we live in now. I mean, it's not the 2000 Ravens that can shut down everybody. Mm-hmm. They're Kansas City, and you know Pittsburgh and Baltimore would score points against this Indianapolis defense. Um, let's see. You know what? I won't do that team anymore. I'll go to a different team. Let's go to... Stay in the AFC. Let's do the... Alright, the Patriots. The 2-2 two and two Patriots. Uh, let's assume Cam Newton, like, is back from COVID. It's nothing serious. Solomia. Are the Patriots 
contenders or pretenders? I think. They are. They are. What? Contenders! Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Why? Um, <laughs> You're not Bill, prepared. It's Bill Belichick. I mean, I'm just never going to go against him on this yet. This season. It's just too yeah. early to say that he's a pretender. Hmm. Boyd, what do you think? Pretender to the throne. Yeah, they're, they're contenders. I mean, mm. just the fact that they're going to draw uh, two Dolphins games and two Jets games. I mean, that's four easy wins right there. <laughs> so they're in the playoffs if you go 6-6 uh, six and six the rest of the way. Uh, and then you give me Bill Belichick in the playoffs over just about anybody. Yeah, I, yeah man. I'm flip-flopping here, but i got to pick one. got to pick one. Oh, Don't gosh. be a wuss. Don't wuss out. I'm going to say... Sorry, also, people. Cam Newton is still going to be alive. Like, he's yes. good. It's he not an injury. Not. I'm going to say pretenders. I think Ugh. I think they make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if... Oh, man. Yep, I'm going to stick by it. I'm not sure they can win a playoff game. Interesting. Because I, I don't think they're winning the division, so they're going to get a Pittsburgh or a Baltimore first. Or a Indianapolis, who they, they could beat Indianapolis, but... Depending on who they draw, I don't. I I'm not sure they could win a playoff game with the limited weaponry on offense and the defense. It's looked it looked good last night, and you know they could shut down people, but eventually those losses are going to catch up to them as the season goes on. Wear and tear. People are going to start to get injured. I don't think the Patriots can win a playoff game this year, despite what I've seen so far. Maybe it sounds harsh, but that's just the way I feel about it, and I don't care. That's fine. <laughs> Okay. You, yeah, you could be wrong, man. That's cool. You could be wrong. Okay. It's all, right. all right, fine. I'll do a quick <laughs> bonus one for Solomia. They weren't originally on my list, but I forgot about them. The Browns are three and you one. You forgot? Uh, yes, about yes, I did. The They're so forgettable. Oh, the, no! the, the Browns are three and one. Are they contenders or pretenders? Solomia. I'm so offended. I'm sorry. Are they contenders or pretenders? So we can move on Just to the NFC teams. Glazing over my Browns. Yep. I'll say they're pretenders. I don't think they can win a playoff game. What do you think? I think they're contenders. They're Dang always it. contenders. Dang it. Wood, quickly, so we can move on from this nonsense. Oh, my. Their three wins are the Bengals, the football team, and the Cowboys. <laughs> we don't know what they'll do. They lost to the Ravens 38-6. to They're pretenders. Move on. Okay, yeah, we're moving on. Okay. More NFC teams. To be fair, that nope. Ravens game was the first time they played, you know, with under co- head coach. That's fine. There's Jamaica. a lot of there's a lot of first no time coaches season. this year. Yeah. Oh, so the Browns are the only team that didn't have a pre- no, okay, but fine. they had a new coach and a no preseason. A team that maybe people are starting to question now. My Super Bowl pick, the New Orleans Saints. Are they yeah. contenders or pretenders? Solomia, you first. Pretenders. Any reason why? No. no? Okay. Would <laughs> are the Saints contenders or pretenders? This is kind of a tough one. Oh yeah. And, and this could definitely come back to uh, bite me, but the Saints are pretenders. Hmm. And I I think it's simply because relying on Alvin Kamara for sixteen games and the playoffs. Is just not sustainable. Mm. You cannot, you cannot be Drew Brees, and I get it. He doesn't have Michael Thomas right now. That's fine. When Michael Thomas comes back, it's going to be different. But yeah. even when Michael Thomas is in there, 
Michael Thomas isn't running jet routes. He's running slants and drags. Yeah. You can't you can't be the quarterback of this team and have, you know, an attempt average of seven yards and go out and be a legitimate Super Bowl contender. You can't do that. They're gonna you're gonna find teams that are gonna tackle you and then what are you gonna do? Yeah, you you got a point. Um I'm not just saying this because I picked them to win the Super Bowl. I honestly think that this past Sunday was a get right game against a bad football team. Um, I think they're content. I think they can win a playoff game. I really do. I think they could. St- I think they could still win this division and win a playoff game or two. I think they've got it in him. Drew Brees. It's his last hurrah. I think this defense is finally going to kick it up into gear here towards this um, coming stretch. I think they can win a playoff game or two. I will go contender for the Saints. Okay. Um, I'll. This will be a quick one. The Chicago Bears with Nick Foles. Are they contenders or pretenders, Solomia? Don't do it. Don't do it. Please no. Please no. Please no. Okay, if it was Mitch Trubisky, I'd say they were pretenders. No. But it's Nick Foles, so I'm going to say they're contenders. Did you see the game last week? No. He was awful. Then never mind. I'd like to take that back, please. (laughs) Would. I think I know your answer. They are 100% pretenders. There's no surprise here. They're just, they're not a good football team. I don't know how they're 3-1. and It does not make sense I mean, it is the schedule. They they beat the Lions. The the, the Giants suck. And the Falcons are, they're not very good. Well, we know what the Falcons are. And then they lost to the Colts at home. You know, they, they can't move the ball. They're not very good. The Bears are pretenders. All right, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady. Have ah, they finally have they finally clicked it into gear? Soul Mia are the Bucks contenders or pretenders? <laughs> I just can't get over you saying it. Well, way. pick one. Uh, pretenders. What really? Yes. Why? Because hmm, I'm interested in this. Tom Brady is a what is he now? Would you say it? Tom Brady is a forty-three-year-old man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Rick, is Rick Flair in the house? I just think that even though they have a good thing going, it is really hard to throw a team together like that with no preseason. Um, they haven't really played all that much together, and I think that they're going to have a hard time in the playoffs. Would what do you say, Mister Brady hater? I you just heard me say it, dude. Yep. Tom Brady is a forty-three-year-old man. I don't care that he threw five touchdowns. I it, I don't care. They're pretenders. <laughs> okay. Would you like to know why the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won this game? Because yeah. Ronald Jones rushed for a hundred and eleven yards, and the Los Angeles Chargers had zero sacks. Mm. Zero. No pressure. They did not get to Brady. No Melvin Ingram I, hurt them. I, I don't I don't have numbers in front of me, but Ryan, you can back me up on this. When you beat Tom Brady, it's by knocking him to the ground. Yep, mm-hmm. gotta hit him. That's how you beat him. Gotta rattle and him. And the Chargers did it. They just didn't do that. And you're gonna find teams all throughout this league who their number one goal is to hit you. Yeah. And that's just not the Chargers. That's why they won. That's why Tom Brady threw five touchdowns. They're, they're pretenders. <sighs> Easy. I'm so glad he agrees with me. I'm going to disagree seven, with you. Seven and nine. 
Uh, seven. Okay. Wow. I'm gonna disagree. I'm gonna disagree with both of you, and I think I think they can win a couple playoff games. I think I had the Buccaneers before the season going to the NFC Championship game because uh, the Titans game was a bad one last year for Brady. It looked didn't look good. Uh, but uh, it's hard to bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. I've seen him do it way too many times. The the Jags were up twenty to ten. He beat them. He was the, the Chiefs were the best team. They had to go to Kansas City. Everyone's looking at oh he's got to go to Kansas City. Oh my God, he beat them. Uh, you know, I, it's hard to really I until I see him. You know, with he had no weapons last year with the Patriots. If he until I see it with these weapons, he can't do it. I'm gonna say he's a contender. With the Bucks, and I think this is the only year because I think next year, you know, I, for some reason I think the age, the difference between forty-three and forty-four is ridiculous. So maybe next year it's not as good. This year they are contenders to try and get to the first ever home team hosting a Super Bowl. And let's see, I think we'll do we'll do we'll do one more. Oh, we'll do two more. We'll do two more from the. They're both in the NFC West because I think we all agree Seattle is a contender, right? Yes. Oh no! All right, okay. You said it earlier. Offense, right now, offense is what wins you games. Good offense is better than a bad defense. We've seen that because the Seahawks are four zero. Russell Wilson is cooking. He's cooking. Let Russ cook. Like you said last week, he is cooking everything. (laughs) The defense is eating cold egg salad. They're they're cooking nothing. The defense does nothing. No. And as as good as a good offense is, you can still be down forty one to fourteen to the Browns. Well, I said, and yeah. if that happens in the playoffs, you're done. Yeah, I don't I, think I Seattle's going to get down forty one to fourteen at any point, though. So uh, yes, that's it true. Could they're against the, the Cowboys, Browns. and I think they're they're going to make the playoffs. But I, I, I mean, you don't think they can win a playoff game? Me, it's tough for it, it's tough for me to say without a doubt anybody they draw they can beat in the first round of the playoffs oh my because I just God. don't think that's true. Wow. Well, okay, well, we're talking about three NFC West won. teams apparently. Then, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think they're contenders because Russell Wilson is amazing. So, well, you saw me agree with me, so we'll move on. <laughs> you did. <laughs> just the way so yeah, because we gotta we're, we're running long here the the rams are three and one are they contenders or pretenders so let me quickly go rams uh pretenders i agree pretenders wood what do you think they are also pretenders they just don't have the talent nope yeah not this year sorry i don't care that you lost the you know oh, they lost girly they don't have to afford it to he, he's more talented than the guys they have um and then the 49ers let's assume they're all healthy it's not a good assumption, in ser- like in terms of people that are coming back this year. Like Nick Bosa is not coming back this year. Um, but Jimmy Garoppolo might come back next week. Are the 49ers contenders or pretenders? The defending NFC champions, Solomia. Pretenders. Okay, Wood. What do you think? Whoa, I was not expecting any pretenders here. They are definitely contenders. I, I honest to God, think they're the best defense in the NFL. Do you know who they're missing? I, I do, I do. <laughs> And I get and I get that Bosa isn't there, but I mean I would take a lot of the 49ers' second strings on the Washington Football uh, starting in the secondary. Hmm. I mean, I I really think and with with Shanahan out there, I think they're easily contenders. Easily. I, I was just disappointed in what I saw from them, even in the Super Bowl last year. So for me, 
I honestly thought that, sure, they somehow managed to get in, but it kind of felt like your kid's sibling that made it to your, your you teen birthday this? party, and it's just weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's how I'm going to go with it. That's how I see it. Okay. Um, does, how does that not make sense? I'm, I'm confused, but it doesn't like matter. Like, you're having, like, a birthday party, and your friend's kid sister comes, and she's, like, eight, and you're with a bunch of 16-year-olds. It's weird. What's weird? Like, like what? Wait, what, what is? What doesn't? What What? What are you refer? What specifically are you referencing to? The, the 49ers to? playing against the Chiefs. The Chiefs are, like, the 16-year-olds, and the 49ers kind of felt like eight-year-olds that didn't quite belong there and somehow ended up there. Last year? Yes. I just, I just didn't. But that's last year. I'm not, based I, off their Super Bowl, I'm not even gonna how en- they played in the Super Bowl, not how they played before. I'm not gonna entertain that. Let's. let's I'm keep- sticking with it because okay. I don't really care if I'm wrong. So okay. See what decides this for me is their schedule. The Dolphins this week is a win, but look at the gauntlet they have: Rams, at Patriots, at Seahawks, Packers, at Saints, at Rams, Bills. It's all in a row. I didn't skip it. I didn't skip any games. That's true. And this is, I'm just saying, I think the 49ers are pretenders. I don't think they can win a playoff game because I'm not sure if they're going to win, you know, nine, 10 games this year. I just called them absolute contenders, but they're going to have like a four game losing streak. Yeah. Like, I don't think they can win at New England if Cam's playing or at Seattle or Green Bay is looking for revenge on a short week at the Saints. You know, you never know. I'm going to say the 49ers are pretenders. I don't think they're going to win a playoff game. Super Bowl hangover is a real thing. And yeah, not and, for the Chiefs. Well, well, I'd say Super Bowl loser hangover is more of a thing. Look at the Rams. Nah. Look, at the, look at the Falcons. Look at the, you know. All right. Uh, Falcons. Yeah, okay. All right, we got through that. That was pretty pretty interesting. I don't. I did not keep a tally. I should have. Silly me. I'll have to listen back at it. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember. Anyway, um, Running a little long, so we'll pick a couple of college football games this week. Uh, let's see. Uh, Red River Rivalry doesn't have the luster we thought it would, so we'll skip that one. Tennessee at Georgia. It's a top 15 matchup. Georgia looked pretty good last week. Uh, Wood, who do you have, Tennessee or Georgia? I got Georgia. I mean, yeah. I thought Bo Nix couldn't lose. He did! And then he met Georgia. Yeah. Georgia's um, solid, man. They're stout. Georgia, by the way, COVID-19 seems to not exist in Athens, Georgia. If you watched any of the game and the stadium. <laughs> Look, man, if you don't test, nobody's got Fans it. were not wearing masks. They were really close to each other. A little concerning. Guinea pig. Yeah. So, yeah, do you think... Uh, you're not really paying attention. Is Tennessee or Georgia going to win? Okay. Georgia. All right. Tennessee. No. Georgia. Georgia's going to win. <laughs> Georgia's going to win. We'll come back to you for the Hokies pick. Yep. Um, quickly, before we get to that, Miami plays Clemson. I think Clemson steamrolls them. Wood, what do you think? Yeah. The 7 rating for Miami is way inflated. Way inflated. Yeah, it's, Clemson it's ridiculous. Rolls. Yeah. All right, let's talk about uh, Virginia Tech's upcoming game. Didn't look great last week on defense. So that's because, you know, our entire secondary was out. So that's a, that's a thing. Um, played our backup quarterback. Uh, everyone was calling for Hendon Hooker to get back in there. I thought it was a little bit premature. I thought Burmeister played okay. But it looks like Hendon Hooker's a full go this week, which is very exciting. Get to see him on the field for the first time in 2020. Gets a North Carolina team who had a lot of high expectations after the way they looked last year in some of these games. Now their roster is kind of 
you know, filled up. Their run defense is really good. It's that's that's the matchup I'm looking for. The run defense of the Tar Heels versus our rushing offense, which has been stellar so far. Um, this is going to be a, a nip and tuck game, probably lower scoring than people think. Uh, would give us a winner here. What what do you think? Take the fandom and alumni status out of it. Who's going to win? Oh, that's I mean that's near impossible. To I me, know. Man. Come on. So. I actually, I think a lot of what you just said is true. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a running game. It's gonna be hard nosed football. It's gonna be ACC play. It's not gonna be, you know, Pac twelve air it out, Oregon Ducks. And I think that's where we have the edge hmm. because we just put up thirty eight points and we only completed nine passes. So yeah. if you want to get in a running match with us, I'm pretty sure we got that one. Uh, our O-line, our D-line are stout. Khalil Herbert is uh, unbelievable. Stud. Stud. I mean, if we have uh, Blackshear as our starting running back, I'd be down for that too. I mean, yeah, we got two too. guys that can run all over you. Yeah. And I think I think we pull it out against UNC. I think we mm. pull it out by uh, uh, double digits. Wow. I think I think this is a, this is a 10, 10, 11, 12-point game. Somebody you want me to go first? Yes. Okay. Uh, again, this all hinges on who is going to be available because we go into the game not knowing exactly who's going to play, and we I didn't know that um, Waller and Chapman would be out last week, and Brian Murray as well, and Diablo. So that was a problem. If they're all back, hopefully it's fine. But Sam Howell is going to be a really good quarterback at UNC and at the next level, I think, in my opinion. I, I think he's got a really strong arm. He's got precision passing. And I think our corners, especially since Caleb Farley opted out, this is the game we miss him. I think it's a lot of a lot of jump balls, a lot of 50-50 balls that Sam Howell completed on us last year en route to 300 yards and five touchdowns against a better VT secondary than what he's going to face this Saturday. And I think we are going to be able to run the ball a little bit with um, Herbert and Hooker maybe gets more involved in the run game. I think it's nip and tuck, lower scoring than people might think. But I think VT comes up just short in this one. I've had it as a, at a loss since the new schedule came out. I just don't think with the way... I mean, the offense has looked good the last couple of weeks, but we're facing not-so-great teams in my opinion. And I think... Maybe the, if there's a decent amount of players out, the way we've been handling COVID so far is going to come back to bite us in this one. I think North Carolina wins 27 to 20 or something like that. I think I think that's the final score there. So, me, what do you think? You've watched a little bit of VT this year. Yeah. And all I've learned is that every time I make a pick, they do the opposite. That's wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it'll be close. And then it's like not even close. Um... But I'm going to do it again. I think it's going to be close. Oh, boy. I think the Hokies aren't going to look terrible. And I also think that it'll be a um, nail-biter of a game. But just because of the whole COVID issue and not really knowing who's going to play, I think it finally catches up with Virginia Tech and UNC beats you. Mm. Woods very optimistic. Then he's picking a VT double digit win. Yeah, double. Well, so so let me give you a little bit more into that real quick. If okay. We have time. Fine. Uh, UNC is uh, somehow number uh, twelve in the country after wins. I against think they're Syracuse number eight. I think they're Boston number eight. College. 
Eight? I think they're number eight. eight. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> sure. So they're eighth in the country after yeah eight after wins against Syracuse and Boston College. Yeah. So we don't think a whole lot of those programs against Syracuse and Boston College. UNC has rushed for a total of 334 yards. Khalil Herbert, in two games, has rushed for 312. Yeah. In those two games, additionally, against seemingly terrible defenses, mm-hmm. UNC has already been sacked six times. Yeah. I mean, you put our D-line up there, I wouldn't be surprised if we get six sacks. I, you... I, with the way that we're running the ball and controlling the line on both sides, I just I don't think there's any way that that they can just air the ball out and straight up beat us. Yeah, they're going to have to beat us at something we're good at in order to win. So unless they throw for four fifty, we're going to win. Hmm. Yeah, stopping the runs got to be in the game plan so we could so Justice Reed and Belmar and those boys can tee off on. Sam. So, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see uh, how the game unfolds early specifically. If if they're hitting those jump balls early, that can't set up the run later. So, it'll be a, it'll be an interesting thing to see for sure. All right. Yeah. All right, let's then quickly before we go, let's uh run down NFL week 5. Let's pick all the games starting on Thursday night. Um the rematch of the quarterbacks in Super Bowl 52, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers taking on Nick Foles and the Chicago Bears. This is a tough, tougher one than people might think because of how bad the Bears looked a week ago. I'll still go with Tampa, but I think it's going to be a very close game. I think Khalil Mack makes a difference. The Buccaneers O-line is not very good. I think Khalil Mack gets to Brady a couple times, but the 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 Buccaneers defense is pretty good, so I think Tom Brady and the Bucks pull one out late. So Mia, go. I'm gonna go with the Bears on this one. Mm. I mean, I did choose though to be contenders. So Yikes! I can't, you know. Yikes! Choose them, pick them to lose, and then say they were contenders because that's just ridiculous. Yeah. And buffoonery. So you mad lad. I know. So I'm just gonna go with the Bears on this one strictly because I <laughs> tend to be pretenders. Okay, what I, mean, not I, to I, think, contenders. I think what has different logic here, but make your pick, sir. I, he, Khalil Mack, dude. You no. just said it. And I said it earlier. Brady gets beat when you hit him. I, this is Bears. Wow. Then you, why the did you tell the Bears them to be gonna pretenders? To it's going to be a disgusting game. It's, oh, it's, it's going to be awful. Like a, like a high-scoring baseball game for a while. I mean, <laughs> grab, dude, grab the kickers from those two teams because there's not going to be a whole lot of touchdowns. 13-9 or something, you know, yeah, 16-10, something gross. gross to look at. And oh, you called them. All right, leave him alone. He, <sighs> They can win a game. He, he's not saying they're going to lose a, every game the rest of the year. I guess that's true. All right. Rams at the football team. Uh, Man, it's close. I had this as a win in the beginning of the year for the football team, but the Rams look really, really good. I wouldn't say really, really good. I don't think... They look good. I don't think we can stop them. I mean, their office didn't look good a week ago. I think it's a get-right week for the Rams against our secondary. Rams win... By a couple scores, I think, in this one. I just want to follow your logic real quick. They didn't look good last yeah, week. Yeah, so they turned it around. They're in the they NFL. Look, somehow you switched it to they look yes. really, really good, not just they look good. Whatever. 
Who are you? Are you, are you picking the football team or the I'm Rams? I'm picking up? the Rams. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, you can't roast me on it then. Wood. Let me lone wolf it, baby. No. No. <laughs> oh, f- so look, here's the thing. <laughs> we went over this at the beginning. Uh, the three teams that we've lost to all have running quarterbacks. The Rams have a very. Are you telling me Jared Goff is not a running quarterback? Yes. He's not. He's no oh, Kyler man. Murray. Oh man. He's no Kyler Murray. Wonder who'd win in a forty. He's Carson Wentz. He can shake you, but he's not going to break off a fifty-yard run like Kyler and Lamar. Yeah. I also like that you're calling Baker Mayfield. I mean, I love Baker, but I can't believe you're calling him a mobile quarterback. He's pretty mobile. He's kind of slippery. He's, he's, yeah, that's true. But I, so I think Jared Goff and the Rams fit the style of play. They're better, far better than the Eagles. But I think they fit the style of play that the Washington defense can handle. I think football team close. Man, I hope Chase Young's back for that game. All yeah. right. The reeling Falcons taking on the Panthers, who suddenly look like a decent football team after everyone said they're tanking, they're rebuilding. But the Falcons have to, have to get off the schneid this week. I think, I think, you know what? I think they're down in the fourth quarter and score the game-winning touchdown. Matt Ryan to Julio Jones, perhaps. If he plays, he might not. He's still hurt. I need to somehow win this trade with Wood, so Julio better effing show up. <laughs> Go Falcons! They get off the schneid. They get a big home win. Big win! No. No? No. 0-5? No. Wow, yeah. y'all are harsh. I'm going 0-5. Dang. Wood, come on. Falcons, I, uh, I hear Bill O'Brien is available. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> Texans, I hear Dan Quinn is going to be available going to be. after the Panthers beat them. Wow, dude. Yep. So, yeah, if if they lose this game, Dan Quinn's gone Monday. He's got to be. Count on it. I, I really hope they don't blow another lead en route to that. That Everybody. would just be... Oh, my Lord, yeah. that would be incredible. Uh, Sorry, Jared. Yeah. Let's assume this next game is going to be played because it looks like a bunch of negative COVID tests are coming in. The Bills at the Titans. Titans have had two weeks off. The Bills look really good, but we both, we all unanimously agreed, or I, I'm not sure we did, but we unanimously agreed the Bills are contenders, but I know I definitely said the Titans are pretenders. So I think the Bills are going to win this game, and I think they're going to possibly blow them out here. So, I mean, what do you think? Okay, I really hate myself because I picked the the Bills to be contenders. contenders. No, you said the Bills are contenders, Josh Allen. I, yes, I said, sorry, I said the Bills were contenders, but I also said the Titans were contenders. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. So, uh, and I think the Bills are going to win big. So, yeah. <laughs> whoops on that. Can't be consistent there. Oh, well. What, does the Josh Allen MVP run continue here? It does, but it continues at a 4-1 and one record. No! No! There, there comes a game in every young quarterback's career where the rest of his team just falls apart. Dang. I think the Bills are going to have a fine season. Josh Allen is going to have a fine season. But I think the Titans, off a lot of rest, are able to best the Bills here in a close one. No kidding. Yeah, the, the, the not having to practice, not being able to practice that much, I think hurts the Titans. But maybe they'll be rejuvenated. It's, I mean, it's really easy to snap the ball and then hand it to Derrick Henry for two hundred on the ground. I, that doesn't take practice. True. All right, an AFC West duel: Raiders and the Chiefs. I can't believe the line here is thirteen. That's a lot for an NFL game. I 
the Chiefs are winning. I'm not sure it's by 13 points. What do you think, Solomia? Come back to you? Chiefs. Okay. Wood, quickly here. Chiefs, no problem. Oh, my oh, Our dog we... just shook his ears in the microphone because he is very tired. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so we all say Chiefs. All right. The worst team in the league, the uh, Jets, are at home against the Cardinals off a long break the Jets have after losing the last Thursday night game. That's why I'm picking the Cardinals, but I think it's going to be a closer game than people expect. No, Cardinals big. Wow. I know the Jets suck, but I think... I hate the Jets. Okay. Boy, it's you. Start Kyler Murray everywhere. God, go off. Kyler I have Murray him. is going to destroy the Jets. I have him. Mm. 200 through the air, 100 on the ground, three total touchdowns. Would not surprise me. I had him start, and I, I mean, still start lost. this dude. Cardinals roll. Would not surprise me. Alright, the Battle of Pennsylvania. The Eagles and the Steelers. Happens once every four years. I think the Steelers off the extra rest and the Eagles just not being very good. The Steelers, I think, beat them pretty handily. Well, I'm going to continue on my uh, choo-choo train about uh, Carson, Carson Wentz being <laughs> trash. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the Steelers. Big! Wow, bigly. Because you know, you know it's all about the scores. It's all about the scores. And the Steelers get maybe, the scores. Maybe not big, but it's Steelers, and it's really not that close. I give it 10 points. How are you saying it's big, but not close? Not big, but not close. It's not It's not a, It's not. not a two-touchdown, three-score kind of game, but okay. it's, the score may not be big, but you're never going to feel like the Eagles are in it. True. That's okay. That's a good way to put Valid. it. All right, Joe Burrow coming off his first win last week. Um, his first win. I uh, think you're wrong. Okay, well, no, he, he, he Joe Burrow. Fine, the Bengals. Out. The Bengals' first win. There you go. He's running into a buzzsaw in the Ravens. Bengals can't stop the run. No. All the Ravens do is run. Ravens, big. I'm gonna go with. Don't you dare! He's no, I'm gonna terrible. go with the Ravens, but I'm gonna say Joe Burrow still wins. How is Joe Burrow still? Gonna I win think with that him? he's gonna put up some interesting numbers and really show that he's a quarterback to be reckoned with. All right, Wood. If by interesting numbers you mean one touchdown and four interceptions, there you go. You're exactly correct. There you go. Ravens, <laughs> huge, big. All right. First game without Billy O. Stooge, the Texans take on the Jags. I think it's a get-right game. Texans get a big win in celebration that Bill O'Brien's no longer their coach. Go, Texans. Same. Same? All right. Wood? <laughs> Dude, I mean, you can literally not have a head coach and just let Deshaun Watson call plays and they'll beat the Jaguars. Yeah. I mean, this is such an easy win for the Texans. If they don't win this game, they're in. Deep trouble. They're already oh, yeah. in deep trouble. They're 0-4. <laughs> you know? no, but like, I, I mean, I don't know how you can get worse, but they'll find a way if they can continue to lose without yeah. Bill O'Brien. Yeah. All right. Dolphins at 49ers. I don't care. I mean, we said last week we don't care who plays for the 49ers, and they still beat the Eagles, and they didn't. But the Dolphins are not as good as the Eagles, believe it or not. What? I'll, I'll, yeah, I don't think they are. What? Especially since Tua's not playing yet. Oh. I'll take the 49ers to win by about seven points or so. Maybe a touchdown. So, Mia, it's it's the same order, so just I'm go. I'm going to go same, but different. How is it different? 
I'm going to go that uh, it's going to be a close game. I said it would be. All right, fine. You said it would be a close game? I said it was a touchdown. Oh, no, I think, like, like field goal. Oh, wow, okay. Wood. No, it's not close. 49ers big. Yeah. All right, what's probably turned into the most interesting game of the week, the 3-1 Colts at the 3-1 Browns. That's This is tough. Defense. Mm. Remember who you have to be next to. Yeah, I got to be around you all week, and I think <laughs> you're not going to be very happy because I think the Colts Gosh, darn it. are going to shut down. I think Baker has maybe a couple more picks. He hasn't thrown them in a while, but I think Baker throws a couple, and they lose a close, low-scoring game to the <sighs> Colts. No. Wow, really? Very different. Browns win? Browns win. Colts are the first good team we beat. We get excited. If but Browns... I bet you all of the United States and media will say, oh, the Colts just must not be all that good. Because that <laughs> just seems to be... I will say, the if pattern. the Browns beat the Colts and they're 4-1, they will... They'll they can go some places, but I don't, sure. don't think they. You will. will say that, but the rest of the country will say, "Oh, cancel." Four and one is four and one. Wood, what do you think? I don't think the Browns are going to know what to do, and they can't just hand the ball off to Nick Chubb. There you go. I mean, they're going to have to design plays to get Kareem Hunt free in order to utilize a running back. I yeah. think Kevin Stefanski can do I, that. I, I think this is Colts, no question. Ooh, he said no question. Oh. No, no question. question. This Dang. is Colts. Unfriend. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> that was quick. All right, let's go back to the, the to the garbage division because two teams from that garbage division play each other, the Giants and the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys honestly could score 45 against the Giants yeah. and destroy them because yeah. I don't care how bad the Cowboys' defense is, the Giants' offense is worse. <laughs> Daniel Jones is stinky poo. So the Cowboys win in a big way. Gets them off the schneid. They're two and three again. They like going two and three in the first five games of the year. Like you can go back and look it up. They've done it so many times over the last ten years, being two and three after five games. Cowboys win. Giants are zero and five and dead. Same. I, I think you need to start every Cowboy offensive oh, yeah. guy in fantasy ever. Oh yeah. Start the Cowboys. They're gonna put up forty. But also start Daniel Jones. Dang. He's going to have to just keep throwing. Oh, yeah. They, he will be throwing like 50 times. I don't know like who he's throwing to. I don't know who they're going to run to. But Darius they're going to probably put up 20 purposes. because there's still holes in the Cowboys defense. Give me like give me like 42 to 20. All right. That's fair. Um, hopefully Cam Newton is back out of the quarantine for this game. Not sure he is. That's why there's no line set on it. But we're still going to pick it anyway. The Broncos play the Patriots. It doesn't matter. If Brett Rippon is starting um, against Bill Belichick, <laughs> that's exciting. Patriots, if 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 uh, Cam is playing, it's a blowout. If not, it's not as much of a blowout. But the Patriots will win either way. So let me stop playing with your ring and make the something. pick. Um... Who is it again? Broncos and Patriots. Oh, Please Patriots. <laughs> Patriots. Good word. Patriots, no problem. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh, it's our favorite. Time for our favorite matchup. Kirk Cousins in prime time, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. At Seattle against the team with the winning record, so it's obvious who's going to win this one. Oh, yeah. Seahawks in a large manner. Seahawks. Yeah. 
Yeah, you are you are not gonna like this one, Kirk Cousins. It's bad. Not gonna like it. He might throw for four hundred fifty yards, but it lose. Yeah, he might. Because that's he what Kirk throw? Cousins does in prime in, in these games. He throws a lot of empty calories after he's down by twenty one points. Yeah. All right, Seahawks. We all agree there. And the Monday night game, uh, Justin Herbert slinging it around a little bit. Maybe we were all wrong on him. We thought he'd be a bust. He looks pretty good so far. At the Saints, who don't it does it's not the luster of Saints at night at home without the fans, but I still think the Saints win. I just think simply they're the better football team than the Chargers are right now. Yes. Saints. Yes. Solmi is very tired. It's time for bed. It's sleepy time. <laughs> Luckily, it's the last yeah. game we have to pick. So, I mean, Saints, Saints, really, really easy. But Solomon, I have a question for you. Yes. And I know it's a limited uh, sample size on Justin Herbert, but uh, oh more of a bust: Justin Herbert or Carson Wentz? <laughs> I'm gonna obviously go with Justin Herbert. But wait, wait, why? I mean, sorry. Wait. <laughs> no, you messed yourself wait, up. I messed up. I forgot who Justin Herbert was for a second there. He plays for the Chargers. Yeah, you you're dope. right. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. I was thinking of the the kid uh, um, playing for the Broncos. Drew Locke, who's not playing? No. Then you're, you're lost. You, who's the, the other kid? What other kid? Oh, the, the kid who's in for the 49ers. That's Oh, Nick Mullins? Yes, that's oh, who I was thinking of. That's not the same. Yeah, and I was like, well, duh, he's a bust. How is this a question? Well, Nick Mullins is um, not a bust because no, he's under. No, I'm going to go with Carson Wentz on that one. Wow. I was really, I was really just trying to set you up there, and you kind of... I'm so you. you. I whipped. It's really sleepy time, guys. All right. I finished my <laughs> sleepy time tea, okay? okay? On that note, thanks, Wood, for joining us. It was a great episode. Uh, pl- uh, enjoy playoff baseball. I know Wood, you're enjoying that. Uh, do you have a quick um, World Series champ you want to give us? You think is going to win it all? Oh man, how I want to not say it, uh, but it's going to be the Dodgers. I totally uh, agree. The Dodgers. Uh, they added a piece in Mookie Betts, and he's one of the best players in baseball. And somehow, miraculously, Clayton Kershaw is not crapping himself in the playoffs yeah so you add a good Clayton Kershaw to that team too mm-hmm. I, it's got to be Dodgers yeah unfortunately I, I totally agree so Mia is not picking it because her Indians are at yeah bang. don't care anymore she doesn't care <laughs> so with that that will do it thank you all for tuning in and enjoy your sports week with all the sports that are going on peace out Tell us why.